Hello everyone, exciting news. This episode of Everything Under the Sun is sponsored by Toucan Box. They're brilliant boxes full of fun you can get in the post each month. We have a code for Everything Under the Sun listeners if you'd like to try one out. Just go to their website, toucanbox.com, choose a box that you like and order it for 50% off using the code SUN, S-U-N, SUN. Toucan Boxes are brilliant. In our last Toucan Box, my son and I made a dream capture with lots of feathers which was so easy to make and it looks great hanging in his bedroom. We also made a mini greenhouse where he's now growing chives, basil and parsley in the kitchen, which is very handy. Each Toucan Box also has a magazine that goes with the crafts and has puzzles, recipes and fun activities to do in each one. So each Toucan Box will keep you busy for several hours. I love making things and really with homeschooling going on right now, we're all looking for things to keep our kids and ourselves busy. So do try out Toucan Box for lots of fun times. You don't need to go shopping or prepare. Everything you need is there in the Toucan Box ready to go. They've won lots of awards, including the Made for Mum Award, and they ship millions of boxes to happy children throughout Europe. They come in English, French, German and Italian. So do yourself a lockdown favour and try one out using the code SUN. That's S-U-N, SUN, for everything under the sun. It's sure to brighten up these frosty days. So check out their website, toucanbox.com, and try a box out now for half price. You won't regret it. Use the code SUN. Thanks a lot. Bye. Welcome to the sixth episode of the second series of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. It's still the beginning of 2021, and here in England, we've got off to a bumpy start. Now, most of you will be at home from school doing homeschooling for a while. So while you can't see your friends and you're all stuck at home, we're here to keep you busy and having fun. So make sure you send me your questions and I'll try and answer them on the podcast. Today, we've got three questions about people. We're all missing people right now. So fun to chat about people. One is about people who like acting. Another is about people in the world and another is about boys and girls. Our very first question comes from Tasso. Here he is. Hi, Tasso. Hi, Molly. I'm Tasso. I'm four years old. I like numbers and crabs and I would like to know why the people need a stage to act and dress up and put makeup on. Hi, Tasso. Well, thanks so much for your excellent question. Why do people need a stage to act and all these other things that they do? Well, 
I love most things, but acting isn't something I've done a lot of. So I thought this excellent question would best be answered by someone who knows all about the world of the stage. His name is Dan Stevens. He's a wonderful English actor who lives in America now and first became famous in a show your mum's probably loved called Downton Abbey. And he's been in some excellent films, including Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb, Beauty and the Beast, and a film I watched recently in love called Eurovision, but that's more for grown-ups. He's also played Charles Dickens in The Man Who Invented Christmas, which is all about how Charles Dickens came up with A Christmas Carol, his excellent Christmas story about Scrooge, the Cratchit family, and the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. You really must read A Christmas Carol one day and watch The Man Who Invented Christmas. I'm going to watch it maybe this week while Christmas is just about still in the air. Over to Dan. Hello, Tasso. Thanks for your very interesting question. Why do we need a stage? Why do we need to dress up? Why do we need makeup? Well, I think a lot of it's to do with storytelling. And if you want to tell a good story and want everybody to hear, it's quite a good idea to be up somewhere a bit higher than everyone so they can hear you and see you. And that's certainly how things used to be in the theatre and also in old theatres. They didn't have very good lighting. It was very dark. And so to help people get their expressions across, they would really cake on the makeup and wear things that would exaggerate their face and so you could see what they were thinking and feeling a bit better. And I suppose also it's about transforming and the imagination. So if I put makeup on my face and wear a costume and you bring your imagination, then maybe together we can believe that I'm somebody totally different to who I actually am, which is pretty amazing. And I think the other answer would be that there's always been show-offs and people like me who like to dress up and put on makeup and pretend to be other people and be part of storytelling and entertainment. And those people are the reason that we have stages and costumes and makeup. So there we go. I hope to see you on a stage or on a screen one day, maybe yourself. Happy New Year. Thanks so much, Dan, for your amazing answer to Tasso's question about the stage, costumes and makeup. And I really hope that answers your question, Tasso. I'm sure you've got lots of brilliant stories to tell and I can't wait to see you telling them in the future. Did you know that even before us humans began wearing makeup and jewellery and lovely clothes to make ourselves look pretty, or if we're acting to look different to help us pretend to be different people, our ancient cousins, the Neanderthals, used makeup and jewellery of sorts. Shells and colours, called pigments, have been found in caves in Spain that suggest Neanderthals, who lived around 50,000 years ago, made holes in shells probably to hang around their necks like we wear necklaces. And they also used oyster shells to keep colour in sight, to paint onto their faces like makeup. The researchers who are looking at the pigment or colour that was found in the oyster shells think that this makeup would have been some kind of glitter or shimmery kind of makeup like people like wearing today. Isn't that an incredible fact? Imagine Neanderthals 50,000 years ago wearing makeup. Our next question is about numbers of people and it comes from Lily. Over to Lily. My name is Lily. I am five years old. I like watching caterpillars turn into cocoons. My question is, how many people are in that world? 
Thanks, Lily, for your brilliant question. And amazing that you like watching caterpillars turn into cocoons. I've never seen that and I'd love to see it. To answer your question, the number of people in the world goes up all the time. If you go on a computer and type in worldometers.info, it will show you the number of people in the world right now. And it changes constantly. It's quite fun to look at. You should go and have a look. This is obviously not totally accurate, but it's pretty much there. Around about now, on the 8th of January 2021, there are 7,837,195,980 people in the world. That's 7,8371598. people in the world. Today, around 300,000 babies will have been born in the world. Isn't that amazing? China has the most people of any country, followed by India, the USA, Indonesia, and Brazil. In 1800, there were a billion people on Earth. Then there were 2 billion in 1927 and 4 billion in 1974. It looks like, if we keep going at this rate, there could be 8 billion people around 2023 and 12 billion by 2100. That is a lot lot, lot of people for the earth to try to support. And we need to make sure we don't waste food and water and buy so many things unless we really need them. Because if there are so many people on earth, we really need to share and not waste anything. The good thing about there being so many people on earth is there's always someone fun to meet just around the corner. I hope that answers your question, Lily, and thanks for sending it in. Our next excellent question is from Mia. Over to Mia. I think this is a really tricky question, but is there more girls than boys in the world or is there more boys than girls in the world? Hi, Mia. Thanks for your great question. Well, every year across the world, slightly more baby boys are born than baby girls. In England and Wales, this has been so since records began back in 1838. It's amazing that since the beginning of Queen Victoria's reign, boys have outnumbered girls at birth. Generally, there are around 105 baby boys born for every 100 girls. And that has been the case for 180 years and probably more. And this is about the same around the world. So why are more baby boys born than baby girls? Well, the most popular idea is that this is nature's clever way of making it equal amounts of girls and boys, men and women in the world. Because throughout history, boys have been more likely to take big risks and end up being killed. That is the sad fact. Because men used to have to go and fight wars, and back in hunter-gatherer times, they might have been eaten by big animals when out hunting. So nature's produced more boys to make sure that it evens up as things go along. So, yeah, that's it. Nature wants to have 50-50 numbers of boys and girls in the world, which means that there are actually more boys. Overall, for the whole world population, children and adults included, there are 102 males to 100 females. Life is less dangerous for men today. So still, just slightly more men are born, but it seems nature aims for one-to-one the same number of men and women. Once you look at the numbers of men and women over 65, there are more women, because women tend to live longer than men. I hope that answers your question, Mia. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a very lovely week. 
perhaps you'll put on a show this week with makeup and costumes or tell a story or watch a lovely film or some theatre online. Even if you can't go to a theatre or cinema at the moment, there's lots of interesting things to watch at home. Why not watch Night at the Museum and see Dan Stevens play Sir Lancelot or The Man Who Invented Christmas if you're old enough to enjoy that. A huge thank you to the wonderful Dan Stevens for talking to us about acting, the stage and why people put on makeup and act things out. And a huge thank you to our excellent question askers this week who were Mia, Lily and Tasso. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and Audio Networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. If you have a question you would like answered on the show, all you have to do is ask an adult to borrow their smartphone and then open the voice recording app and say your name, your age, a bit about yourself and ask me your question. Then email the audio recording into me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. I'll answer them as soon as I can. Also, if you like the show, remember to rate it and leave a review and send it to all your friends. Your parents, your teachers and anyone who's stuck at home right now, homeschooling might like to have a listen. So please do ask your parents to share it with your friends. And they can also follow our socials, which are at Everything Under the Sun Pod on Instagram and Everything UTS on Twitter. And of course, just tell all your friends to listen. Wishing you all a very happy week full of storytelling, fun, and games, and maybe some acting on a stage. Thank you for listening and sharing the podcast and sending in your questions. Have a lovely week. Goodbye. (laughs) 